Previously on the show, Gabriel is a cop and was hired to kill a child pornographer. Breaking all the rules of law enforcement, Gabriel murders the man, taking another police officer with him, getting away with murder, and making a scene in front of everyone in the city. Season 1, Episode 2, Death Comes to Us All. The night is dark. The streets are quiet now. However, back at the station, hours after the murder scene, the place is full of cops. Inside, the ceiling lights give a yellow muggy tone as they illuminate the station. Cigarette smoke clouds the environment. It's noisy. Loud conversations overpower the sounds of the metal fans. Cops share opinions and talk about how everything was handled. They say things like, How can someone get away with so much? In other corners of the office you hear, Who the fuck does this guy think he is? And others say, He's not even one of us and the guy comes down here and does whatever the fuck he wants. As everyone argues, Gabriel walks in the room and everyone quiets down. They all stare with uneasy and disappointed faces. Gabriel walks in with bloody hands, still smoking with his head down. As he walks through the cops, he looks at no one, but everyone looks at him. As he walks halfway through the room, a cop in the back whispers in Spanish, You're not a cop. Gabriel stops. He inhales whatever is left of his cigarette, drops the cigarette on the floor and turns around slowly. He looks through the many faces who do not dare say anything when he is looking, grins and says, Right now I am. Gabriel walks into Rook's office to fill out the usual paperwork. Rook's looks tired. As Gabriel walks in, Rook says, Close the door. Gabriel closes the door, sits down facing Rook's lays his head back and takes a breather. Rook says, Look who decided to release crazy. Rook's laughing says, <laughs> Here's the money, Gabe, and passes stacks of American $100 bills that count to $100,000. As Gabriel counts the money, he says, What's wrong with the ladies back there? Rook's then says, You always steal their thunder, Gabe, and even with a fucked up job like you did today, Everyone gets in trouble except the guy who does the job and gets paid the most, Gabriel says. Fuck him. Hey, meet me at the whiskey bar after filling the report. I need a drink, Rook says. All right, take a shower before we leave. You smell like shit, but first, let's smoke these cohibas. They both kick back on their chairs, laugh, and smoke a cigar before they leave. 10 p.m. now. Deep in the quiet side of the city, there's a bar named Whiskey Agrio, a hole in the wall. Seems like a countryside whiskey bar from the outside, but in the inside, a Bolivian country-style strip joint. Not too big, just one bar. No more than five tables and a local waitress, exhausted from running around attending to the customers. The music is loud, a mix of all sorts of songs, mainly Spanish music. The place has dark lighting and oak wood interiors. The floor feels sticky from the beer spilled. Smells a lot like rain and wet towels. A single full naked pole dancer in the middle of it all, and three others sitting in the corner waiting for their chance to go on stage. These are not Vegas go-go dancers. Typical women bodies in their late 30s. Nothing enhanced. They could pass for typical moms with two jobs trying to make a living. Their smiles are fake. And the customers? About 14 men. Mostly sweaty labor workers trying to escape their family lives. 
angry about their low-paying jobs and dissatisfied demanding wives, away from all the bills, and trying to feel like men again by drinking and trying to take a stripper to the bathroom. As Gabriel comes in, he gets stopped at the door by a doorman. The older, small and skinny doorman cannot physically hurt anyone, but he carries a machine gun. Gabriel is patted by the doorman to make sure he is unarmed. Gabe now wears a black undershirt, jeans, and carries a laundry bag with his dirty clothes mixed with a bunch of cash, $100,000 to be exact. The doorman gives the bartender the OK signal, and the bartender from across the room, talking to Rooks, who awaits sitting at the bar, gives the hand signal to let him in. Gabriel sits at the bar with Rooks, who's just finishing a phone call and says, just make sure my money's ready, and hangs up. Rooks then says, it's about time. I have three beers on me and I want to start drinking. Gabriel says, who is that? Rooks, another gig. Gabriel grins and says, keep it coming. Rooks looks at the bartender, slams the bar with an open hand and says, the usual, Charlie, until we both pass out. Gabe, you pay. The bartender brings a bottle of cheap local whiskey and two glasses, and the two friends enjoy time drinking and talking. Time passes. In addition to Rooks and Gabriel, there's only one more customer passed out on one of the dining tables. At the bar, one bottle of whiskey down and another one halfway. The last stripper left approaches the bar, scratches Gabriel's back, leans on his shoulder and whispers in his ear, I'm about to go. How about a lap dance for all time's sake? Gabriel's eyes look sleepy. He takes a sip from his glass, turns his head to her and says, Too fat and slowly grabs the bottle to pour more whiskey in his glass. The girl, a bit embarrassed, turns her look to Rooks, who nods his head to say no as well. She steps back and says, Come mierda, and leaves. Rooks breathes and says, We've done a lot of shit over the years, amigo. Ever since we were kids, somehow this life calls for us. 25 years plus, we're still alive, doing it again together, and yet another country. I've never asked you, Gabe, which job scared the shit out of you. Gabe says, you know what's funny? I've never been afraid. I was just a kid when I stabbed that one kid to death. I thought that was fun. Not too long ago in Nam, I must have blown at least 100 faces. Some of them women and kids. So what? Miami, Columbia, I don't know. I never hear their screams or see their faces in my dreams like most people say. I sleep like a baby. I guess that for every million good people, there's a bad motherfucker like me. And without people like me, problems are not big enough. Therefore, no need for change. But wherever there is change to be made, and they send a guy like me to change things, there's going to be a big fucking problem. It's a revolving issue. Rook says, We've taken many lives, Gabe. Gabriel and sometimes create a life along the way, I'm sure. <laughs> they both smile. Rooks, when does it stop? Gabriel then says, when I die, and death comes to us all. It's just a matter of when and how. I'm going outside for a smoke. Take whatever money you need from the bag to pay the man. Bring the bag outside and let's call it a night. Gabriel walks out through the back of the bar where there's an alley. It's dead silent outside. He looks both sides. Nothing. Not a sound. He takes a couple of steps down to the gravel ground, puts a cigarette in his mouth, 
lights it up, and walks towards the wall to take a piss. He hears thunder. He slowly looks up and sees, with the help of a road light, a small amount of raindrops that come down and hits his face. He closes his eyes and enjoys the touch of rain. The rain increases. It's a bit harder to see, but he notices cars coming from both ends of the alley, slowly driving towards him. Two cars from each end. Black Lincoln Continentals. Gable spits the cigarette from his mouth, zips his pants up and waits. The car stops 20 feet away from him. They turn on the lights to make it hard for Gabriel to see, and men come out from all sides of the cars. Three men per car, a total of a dozen armed men. Gabriel pauses and shouts, Can I help you? A man comes out, who is hardly visible and it's only identified by his silhouette and his cowboy hat, picks up what seems to be some type of rifle and says, Yes, go to sleep, but first, bleed. Gabriel then says, Come and get it. The man with the rifle stays behind and all other men move forward. Right before the men get to Gabriel, the man points the rifle to Gabriel and shoots. Flunk! A tranquilizer hits Gabriel on his chest. Gabriel hurts and rips out the dart from his chest and screams, The only way you're taking me is dead. The men jump onto Gabriel. Kicks and punches are thrown. However, Gabriel puts a display of combat defense. As men deform his body and face, Gabriel ignores his pain and continues to defend himself successfully. He breaks bones, pokes eyes, bites faces, and fights like an animal. So hard Gabe fights and so relentlessly that eleven men cannot take him down. One could hear screams of men and the anger of Gabriel's voice overpowering the strengths of a dozen men. From twelve men, only seven stand. Gabriel bleeds everywhere. Then the men pause. Another shot. Flunk. Gabriel takes another tranquilizer to his arm. He screams, come on, and continues to fight. Picks up guys, stomps their faces, and throws deadly single combat blows to their necks to stop them quickly, like if a single man had the strength of a whole battalion. After a 15-minute bloodbath, Gabriel manages to get all men down except two, one man standing and the man with the rifle. Gabriel is covered in blood, shaky hands, tired, and passing out from the tranquilizers. As he gasps one last breath and grabs the man by the throat, slams him to the wall, and rips his trachea out of his neck. Gabriel turns as he runs as fast as he can to grab the man with the rifle, but the man shoots two more. Flunk, flunk. Gabriel grunts as he slows down. His body and adrenaline cannot take anymore. He starts walking, trying to get a couple of more steps, and bang! Not a shot from a tranquilizing gun, a real gun. Gabriel looks down to his belly and realizes he's been shot from behind. He kneels, lands on his back, defeated. He could hear steps coming towards him. He looks up, looks at the rain hitting his face. Two men step close and look down on him. One, the man with a rifle. The other, Rooks, as he puts a single bullet in his gun, points it to Gabriel's head and says, Death comes to us all and pulls the trigger. On the next episode, Gabriel's body is taken to an underground science lab to run gruesome body experiments. Stay tuned for the next episode of Gabriel.